as we continue our study through Psalm 23. I call your attention to the second and third verses where David says, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. On one occasion, the great hymn writer Fanny Crosby had a financial need in her life. She did not know where she would get the money that she needed. So, as was her custom, she went to God in prayer, asking Him to meet her need. Within a few minutes, there was a knock at her door. It was a stranger that gave her the exact amount for which she had been praying. She said, I have no way of accounting for this except to believe that God, in answer to my prayer, put it into the heart of this good man to bring me the money. My first thought was, it is so wonderful the way the Lord leads me. She immediately wrote the words of the hymn, All the Way My Savior Leads Me. The first stanza of that hymn begins, All the way my Savior leads me, what have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy, who through life has been my guide? When I think about the days that are ahead, as God's children, we know that our Lord will lead us through those days. Whatever the days ahead may hold or wherever they may take us, we know that the Lord, like a shepherd, will lead us. The Christian writer and poet John Oxenham wrote, Not for one single day can I discern the way, but this I surely know, who gives the day will show the way, so I securely go. An example of our Lord's leading is found in the children of Israel and their time in the wilderness. We read in Exodus 13.21, And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, to go by day and night. By day and night the Lord led His people. The psalmist said in Psalm 139, verses 8-10, through If I ascend up into heaven, Thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, Thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. David said that it mattered not if he was ascending nor descending. In the good times or the bad times, the Lord was there leading him. What will be in the days ahead is only known to God. But this we know, the Lord is our shepherd and he will be with us leading us each step of the way. Let's think about the Lord's leading by first considering the place our Lord assumes. Twice we read in verses 2 and 3, He leadeth me. First, David says, He leadeth me beside the still waters. And then he declares, He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. In those words, we see the place the Lord needs to take in our life. As our shepherd, He goes before us, leading us each step of the way. He is not behind us, leaving us to face life on our own, but before us, leading us each step of the way. We find in John 10, verse 4, a wonderful description of the Lord's leading of His people. And when He putteth forth His own sheep, He goeth before them, and the sheep follow Him, for they know His voice. The picture Jesus is painting is that of the sheep being brought out of the sheepfold. That is the meaning of put it forth. Notice carefully, it does not say that the Lord is behind His sheep driving them, but He is before them, leading them. 
During the night, the shepherd has stood as a guard over his sheep. During the day, he serves as a guide for his sheep. He goes before them. In C.W. Slemming's book on Psalm 23, he tells of an English guide who was conducting a party of tourists through the Holy Land. And that guide had made the comment that shepherds in the Holy Land always led their sheep and never drove them. During the tour, they came upon a flock of sheep that were being driven. One spoke and said, I thought you said that was never done. That is so, said the guide. I think we ought to inquire. Stopping the man driving the sheep, the guide said, Excuse me, Mr. Shepherd, why are you driving your sheep? I thought that was never done. The man looked at him and said, Shepherd, I'm not a shepherd. I'm a butcher. I remind you that the Lord is not a butcher, but a shepherd. He goes before us, leading us. When we consider the place the Lord takes in our life, we see that He is assuming certain responsibilities as our shepherd. First, we see that He takes responsibility for the demands on our life. I pointed out in our last study that the sheep are defenseless and directionless. They cannot defend themselves and do not have the ability to know which way to go or how to find their way back home. Sheep are absolutely dependent on the shepherd to take care of them. Without the shepherd, sheep would never find green pastures in which to feed or still waters from which to drink. They would eventually die of hunger and thirst. Sheep cannot survive without the shepherd. William Bradford wrote, Savior, like a shepherd, lead us. Much we need thy tender care. In thy pleasant pastures feed us. For our use, thy folds prepare. We do need the Lord our shepherd to lead us. And much is our need of His tender care. The reason is that the journey of life has many demands and difficulties. In the words of the hymn writer Frank Graff, the burdens of life press and the cares of life distress. There are the demands of life that tax us emotionally, tax us mentally, physically, and even spiritually. These demands place their grip around our daily existence. For many Their worry is not how to face the days that are ahead, but how to face the day they're going through. What we face in life often leaves us wondering how we can cope. What are we going to do or how will we make it? I remember hearing Dr. Warren Wearsby preach a sermon once from Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. That verse says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. In that sermon, Dr. Wearsby lifted the text out of its prophetic meaning and spoke of what God would mean to us if we placed the government of our lives on his shoulders. He said that if we would do so, the Lord would become wonderful and would take care of the dullness of life. The Lord would become counselor and take care of the decisions of life. He would become the everlasting Father and take care of the dimensions of life. He would become the Prince of Peace and would take care of the disturbances of life. And as the mighty God, He would take care of the demands of life. The shepherd takes upon himself the responsibility of leading his sheep to green pastures and still waters. As a shepherd, he has taken upon himself the responsibility of meeting every need of his sheep. 
And the Lord has taken upon Himself the responsibility of caring for us, providing for us, and seeing to it that our every need in life is met. Furthermore, we see that the Lord takes responsibility for the direction of our life. At the beginning of each day, the shepherd leads his sheep out and leads them forth. The direction the flock takes is the one that is determined by the shepherd. Where they go is the shepherd's choosing. One day, he may choose to head in an easterly direction, the next in a southerly direction, and in the next in an altogether different direction. At the beginning of the day, he may lead them into green pastures, and in the evening he may lead them to still waters. In either case, wherever they go and whatever they do is determined by the shepherd. Understanding that the Lord has assumed the role of leading us, we then realize that the direction of our life is one determined and chosen by the Lord our shepherd. The paths our life takes are all determined by him. Where we go in life and even what happens to us is determined by the direction He desires for our life. His leading may take one down a path of health while He will lead another down a path of sickness. He may lead one down a path of prosperity and another down a path of adversity. There may be times when He leads us down paths marked by blessings and at other times leads us down paths that are laden with burdens. One day... He may lead us into environments that are enjoyable, yet the next into environments that are sorrowful. In any case, the paths of life are paths directed by the Lord. On the side of the United Gas Improvement Building in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, there is a bronze tablet with the words, He leadeth me. That hymn has been sung throughout the world and was written by the Reverend Dr. Joseph H. Gilmore a son of a governor of New Hampshire. The present UGI building sits where once stood the First Baptist Church and the home of Deacon Watson. Reverend Gilmore was filling the pulpit on the 26th day of March, 1862. The night that tablet refers to was a Wednesday night during the dark and depressing days of the Civil War. He preached that night from Psalm 23 and dwelled at length on God's leadership through dark days. Over and over he repeated the words, He leadeth me beside still waters. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness. He urged his listeners to follow God's leading as sheep follow a shepherd. After the service, he went to the home of Deacon Watson where they continued discussing God's leading in those dark days. Even while they talked, he jotted down on the back of his sermon notes the words that would be later set to music and become one of the most cherished hymns of the church. He leadeth me, O blessed thought, O words with heavenly comfort fraught. Whate'er I do, where I be, still tis God's hand that leadeth me. He leadeth me, he leadeth me. By his own hand he leadeth me. His faithful follower I would be, for by his hand he leadeth me. Oh, how blessed is the thought that no matter what the course of our life may be at the present or what it may be in the days ahead is according to the Lord's leading. As our shepherd, he has taken the responsibility for both the demands of our life and the direction of our life. As the psalmist said in Psalm 37, verse 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Every step on the path that leads to the house of the Lord is directed by the Lord. Let me call your attention secondly 
to the purpose our Lord assures. There is the place our Lord assumes, but also the purpose our Lord assures. One of the ways in which we can face the days that are ahead is by being confident that regardless of the direction our Lord may lead us, He always has a plan and purpose. However He leads, and wherever He leads, is never without purpose. Thus we can be assured that where He leads is for our good. Whenever the shepherd leads his sheep out, the direction he takes his sheep is always for their good. C.W. Slemming writes, In the morning he leads them out of the fold into the meadows that are fresh with dew. At noon, when the sun is high, he leads them into the shelter of a rock or into some other place of coolness, thus bringing them protection. In the evening, he leads them on again, bringing them into the fold and then becoming the door of the fold, keeping the wolf and the bear at bay. Everything the shepherd does is for the good of his sheep. Every path he takes his sheep down, it is with their good in mind. Now, if the human shepherd's focus is solely on what is good for the sheep, would our Lord do less for us? We must never forget that whatever path our Lord may take us down, it is for our best and for our good. There are times when we may question the Lord's leading in our life, but we are assured or should be assured that it is for our good. Herbert Lockyer wrote, The best of saints do not know what is best for them because at their best they are fallible. It is not in them to direct their steps aright. In other words, we do not always know what is best for our life, but our shepherd knows. That God is looking out for our best interests is the promise of Romans 8.28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. The all things of life include the bad as well as the good. Yet God assures us that they all work together and all harmonize for our good. What kept Joseph calm when his brothers sold him into Egyptian bondage and then he was falsely accused and imprisoned? It was the assurance that God was working out His plan for His good. How do I know that? Listen to Joseph's own words to his brothers in Genesis 50, verse 20. But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. Was God leading in Joseph's life? You bet He was. All that Joseph endured was a part of God's purpose and plan. It has been well said that what happens in life is not an accident, but rather His appointment. The events and experiences of life, whatever they may be, will all be filtered through God's love for us and shaped by His plan and purpose for our life. As we follow the Lord our Shepherd, we have the assurance that our life will not take a course that has not been arranged and appointed by God. The great preacher A.T. Pearson said, It is in the deepest darkness of the starless night that men learn to hold on to the hidden hand most tightly and how that hand holds them, that he sees where we do not and knows the way he takes. And though the way be to us a roundabout way, it is the right way. It has been well said that our Father's way may twist and turn, but he maketh no mistake. Our life, our future, our tomorrows are in the hand of God. 
He is the one that leads us and therefore determines and decides what direction our life may take. And that direction is always for our good. Furthermore, when we think of the direction our Lord may lead, we should also be aware that where He leads is for His glory. Listen carefully to David's words. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Why does He lead us? For His name's sake. The word sake there means on account of. The path in which he leads is on account of his name. As R.L. Moyer states in his book on Psalm 23, all of his leading is to the end that the name of the Lord be glorified. He goes on to say, when a sheep strays, the shepherd always goes after it himself. He will leave the flock with a keeper and go through the woods and rocky mountains in the heat of summer and the cold of winter to bring the stray sheep back to the fold. Why does a shepherd take this trouble? Why should he leave the rest of the flock for just one sheep? The answer is his reputation is at stake. No respectable shepherd wants to lose a sheep. The way the Lord leads us is always for our good and ultimately for His glory. Once again, I refer to the words of R.L. Moyer. Shepherds gathered together at the close of the day to talk over the happenings during the day. For days or months or even years afterwards, it would be mentioned as a disgrace to any shepherd who permitted a stray lamb to perish without going in search of it. On the other hand, if he exposed himself to great danger to rescue a lamb, that would be mentioned to his credit. Others would praise him as a great shepherd. Whatever God does in our life, the ultimate purpose is that it will speak to His credit. He will be praised. He will be magnified. He will be glorified. The paths our Lord leads us may vary from person to person and from time to time. But this we are assured. Where He leads is for our good and for His glory. And notice with me the paths our Lord appoints. As I have stressed throughout our look at Psalm 23, we are on a journey that will ultimately end with our dwelling in the house of the Lord forever. Our aim is to learn how to face what life may bring our way. Our aim is to learn how to face what life may bring our way until that glorious day when our earthly pilgrimage is over. How can we face the days that are ahead? What is the secret? The answer is to just follow our shepherd. As we follow Him, regardless of the many paths in which He may lead, there are two paths we know we will always be led. We read that the Lord leads us beside the still waters and He leads us in the paths of righteousness. In these two paths appointed by the Lord our Shepherd, we're reminded that regardless of the direction He may lead us, we can first follow with a calm heart. The word still speaks of peaceful waters. It is a description of a quiet pool of water. Sheep will not drink from a turbulent or running stream. The reason is they cannot drink from a running stream. The anatomy of a sheep is such that its nose and mouth are very close together. If they tried to drink from a running stream, the water would go up their nose. Oftentimes, a shepherd will dam a stream to create a pond or pool of still waters to allow his sheep to drink. The picture of sheep besides still waters, therefore, is one of peace, one of tranquility. 
As we face the days that are ahead, we can face those days with peace in our heart. Instead of a perplexed heart, we can have a peaceful heart. We can know a peace, as Paul described, that passes all understanding. Regardless of what the paths of our Lord's leading may be, we can sing, Far away in the depths of my spirit tonight rolls a melody sweeter than psalm. In celestial-like strains it unceasingly falls or my soul like an infinite calm. Peace, peace, wonderful peace. Coming down from the Father above, sweep over my spirit forever I pray in fathomless billows of love. The Lord will give us peace. He will lead us beside the still waters. Furthermore, we see that we can follow with a consecrated heart. David speaks of the paths of righteousness. He will lead us in paths that spiritually grow and mature us and will bring us closer to Him. Our attention and affection will be centered on Him. Hearing His voice will be our delight. Following Him will be our desire. The paths our Lord takes us down will bring us closer to Him. Regardless of the paths in which our Lord may lead us in the days that are ahead, may we keep our eyes on Him. Let none of the paths He may choose weaken our affection for Him or draw our attention from Him. Just follow Him with a consecrated heart. When the day comes when we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, I believe we will join with Fanny Crosby and sing, All the way my Savior leads me. Oh, the fullness of His love. Perfect rest to me is promised in my Father's house above. When my spirit, clothed immortal, wings its flight to realms of day, this my song through endless ages, Jesus led me all the way. This my song through endless ages, Jesus led me all the way.